What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, the place for all things Saskatchewan real estate. Here on the channel, we like to focus on the market, what's happening with different Saskatchewan cities, and information on how you can buy a house. And this is one of those episodes as I'm going to break down the three key pillars of getting mortgage financing. Now, it can seem like getting a mortgage is a very daunting task. It's not very obvious before you start the process all the things that you need to get lined up to guarantee yourself a good chance at getting the loan. But today on the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, we are going to touch on the three aspects that are most important to getting you qualified for a home loan. This is the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, the show that highlights Saskatchewan real estate. Looking to buy your first house, your next investment property? Subscribe to never miss an episode. Here's your host, Ron Caroni. Welcome back. My name is Ron Caroni, your Saskatchewan mortgage professional. If this is your first time checking out the channel, here every single week we touch on a different aspect of the province's real estate or how to help first-time home buyers or investors buy real estate. If this sounds like something that could be helpful in your life, do yourself a favor and hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Now, on to this week's episode, how to get qualified for a home loan. As I mentioned in the intro, there are three main things that will help you get qualified with most lenders in Canada. Credit, income, and down payment. In the next couple of minutes, I'll touch on each of these, give you a brief overview of the general guidelines surrounding each, and this should really help you get qualified for your next home loan. Lenders will use your credit score and past payment history to determine whether or not you are a person they can trust with a large sum of money and whether there's a really good chance that you are going to pay them back that money with interest. As a general guideline, you want to have a score over 720. This gives you access to most mortgage products available to you on the market. Anything below this and you start to eliminate some mortgage products that you can have access to. And you definitely don't want your credit score to dip below 600. After this point, most lenders will not extend you a mortgage. Just so you know, in Canada, the best credit score that a borrower could have would be a perfect 9 Okay, so how does one build their credit score from the ground up or try and rebuild it after a consumer proposal or bankruptcy? I'll give you a few tips here, but to get a complete breakdown on credit, check out episode 12 of the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast with Mary Castillo as we did a complete breakdown on credit, how to rebuild it, and everything that goes into making up your credit score. Link is in the description. Okay, so the number one thing to keep in mind when we're trying to rebuild or improve your credit is the rule of two. Two lines of credit, of at least $2,000 that you've had for at least two years. If you were to go today, pick up two credit cards with limits of $2,000, utilize them correctly, pay them off every month on time, no missed payments, in two years, you should have a very good credit score. So, how do I utilize my credit correctly? Never, ever miss a payment. Missed payments report on your bureau and signal to a lender that you have problems handling credit. You should also aim to pay off your credit cards in full five days before the payment deadline. This is important because if you haven't noticed, it can take a few days for your payment to register with a credit card company. If you make a last minute payment on a credit card, you could be charged interest as that rolls over into the next month. 
And if you have high limits on your card, it can also push that balance above that limit amount, which brings me to my next point. To ensure a good credit score, you have to be careful with the amount of credit you are utilizing. A general rule of thumb is you should be aiming for a credit utilization on a card of 30 to 50%. If you find that you are always over utilizing a card or going over the limit, you either need to increase the limit on that credit card by getting in touch with the credit card company, or you need to evaluate your spending habits. If a card goes over limit, it will have a massive drain on your overall credit score, even if you are making payments on time. All right, to quickly recap, remember the rule of two, don't miss a payment, make those payments early, and don't overutilize your credit. Income can come from dozens of places. So for this section, I'm gonna try and just do a very high level look at general rules and guidelines of most lenders. If you're looking for a personalized solution or wondering if you can use specific income, please head to my website and book a free consultation. I can help walk you through what you can or cannot use as income. The link to my website is in the description of this video. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, it will be in the show notes. And keep in mind, if you go to my website, go to the contact page, at the bottom it'll say book a call, and there, set out a 15 minute time, I'll be happy to answer any questions you have free of charge. All right, so if you are a permanent full-time employee, we will need a job letter from your employer that states your wage, start date, position, and guaranteed hours per week. And we'll also confirm this with a pay stub as well. If your work is part-time, casual, or you make a lot of bonus and overtime, we are going to need a two-year average of this income. This income is gonna be shown through the job letter, pay stub, and two years T4s. Lastly, business owners and self-employed individuals. We are going to need all of the documents. So this is a lot of tax documents, T1s, T5s, T4s, any way that you collect your income, we are going to need to see it. So documents can vary if you're a sole proprietor or work within a corporation. This one is very in-depth, so do reach out and ask any specific questions that you have. In general, the lender is going to want to see a 90-day history of the account or accounts where your down payment is originating from. In Canada, the minimum down payment is 5% on any amount below 500,000. Any amount above 500,000 has to have a 10% down payment. And if your purchase is above $1 million, you're going to need a 20% down payment. If we're talking about rental properties, the minimum down payment is 20%. Because the government of Canada does not want money being laundered through Canadian real estate, you will have to show or explain any large amounts deposited into your down payment account. Okay, here's a pro tip for you. If you want to smooth and speed up your pre-approval and approval process, designate a specific account to be your down payment account. Have a set amount of money that will go into this account every single month. This will allow your down payment to steadily grow and it makes things very simple for your mortgage broker and lender if there's not as many individual items that they have to track going in and out of the account. I also did deep dives on down payments in previous episodes, specifically episode 50 and episode nine. I've also left links to those episodes in the description as well. All right, so I promise you, if you follow these three pillars of credit, income, and down payment, you will have dramatically increased your ability to get qualified for a home loan in Canada. If you do have any questions or if you're ready to get pre-approved, 
feel free to head to my website, check out the contact page. At the very bottom, there is a book a consultation. I'm more than happy to give you 15 minutes of my time to see if you're ready to enter the home buying process. I hope you've enjoyed this video and have gained some knowledge and understanding about what your mortgage broker or bank is looking for when they're going through this process of getting you approved for a loan. If you do have any specific questions, feel free to leave me one in the comments below. And while you're here, feel free to check out some more of the great content we have on the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, specifically talking about real estate investing in the beautiful province of Saskatchewan. I'm Ron Caroni, your Saskatchewan mortgage professional. Until next week, bye for now.